Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the fourth instalment of They Made Their Way to the Ring. Wow, four episodes in now. I've covered three legends of the ring and a legend on the mic. First off, I just want to say, because a couple of people have asked, I did an episode on Lita and Mickey together because at the time I didn't plan on doing 10 episodes for season one. I planned to do only five but then I couldn't decide who or what to cover. So I placed the legends in one episode to be able to cover more, but then I had a change of mind. Um, So yeah, 10 episodes is what I'm bringing you, a perfect 10. No pun intended there. I'm all about that women's wrestling, remember? So before I begin, Raw 30. Yeah, let me know your thoughts over on Twitter at Slee underscore Ryan. I personally felt hugely let down. I'm a women's wrestling fan and Raw 25 was such a success and I rightly or wrongly thought Raw 30 would have gone that one step further, been better, been more about the women's evolution. Did I expect a women's cage match to be scrapped? No. And did I expect to see only one female legend in really a pointless segment? No. Disappointing to say the least, very disappointing. I was kind of expecting some some women back from the Divas era, obviously Trish and Lita, um, you know, I just, I expected more than what we got. So anyway, today's episode will feature none other than the lady that ain't to be messed with, yep, the vicious veteran herself, Victoria. I'm going to cover some of her best matches, my personal favourites, a TNA run, a fantastic surprise return at the Royal Rumble, and what a tumble she took. Do you remember that elimination by Shayna Baszler? Ouch. Her WrestleMania historical achievement, plus much, much more. So, Victoria, standing at 5'8 from California, burst onto the wrestling scene in 2002 after extensive training and brief appearances to start an immediate feud with then three-time women's champion Trish Stratus. Trish would step to Victoria and retain the title at No Mercy, but the following month comes Survivor Series, my second pay-per-view, sorry, my second favourite pay-per-view. Victoria would show a vicious, villainous side and capture a first of two women's championships in a hardcore match. They did this storyline, I believe, very interestingly. Victoria was seen before the match, talking to herself in the mirror. It was almost like the Snow White and the Evil Queen Disney segment. She was asking who is the prettiest diva of all, And really, she lost a cool when in her head, the answer she got was Trish. This was a great angle, I thought. It really started off a crazy persona. It was believable, and I think that that stayed with her during her lengthy career. I don't think this match is talked about enough, though. Remember, this was in the Divas era. The brown panties, the dance-offs, the bikini contests, the matches which, quite frankly, only involved slapping and hair pulling. Well, yeah, they were still at large. I think this was a huge stepping stone for for the women, but one which sadly wasn't followed up on. It should have been a turning point, because here we had two women slogging it out, taking kendo sticks, bin lids to the face, and the famous fire extinguisher. Hell, we even saw blood. This match was quite ahead of its time for WWE, so why didn't we see more of it? The fans were obviously for it. I personally think it was a WrestleMania quality match. The only disappointment I found was the ending. I think a snap suplex was a little underwhelming for the finish, but better things were to come, like a new finisher and a new theme, tattoo, all the things she said. Yeah, we all know that song. Or am I sure my age here? (laughs) 
Victoria will go on to successfully defend the title against Stacey Keebler and the Widow's Peak was born. One of my personal favourite wrestling moves and I don't think anyone has done it better. No matter how many spin-offs you see. <clears throat> Peyton Royce. Just saying. Speaking of WrestleMania moments, did you know Victoria made history as the first female to defend the Women's Championship at two WrestleManias in succession? WrestleMania 19 and 20. So both of her championship runs, I'd say, were greatly timed. Whether this was planned or coincidence, who knows? But I believe this was a deserving accolade for this diva. During the 2003 period, Victoria would be seen again in another jaw-dropping match. A first ever, this time against Lita, in the first ever women's steel cage match. The match will begin with Eric Bischoff taunting Lita about losing a boyfriend, losing a job, and then he brought in the women's champion Molly Holly to spin the wheel in the Raw Roulette. This would determine the stipulation for the match, and he confirmed it was in fact the first time two women had stepped inside a steel cage for a match on Raw. We then see Victoria, like the crazy lunatic she is, storming away to the ring. Looking back... I was amazed that they booked this match, considering the title wasn't on the line, but it did pay off, and what a match it was. Victoria barely stepped foot inside the ropes when Lita attacked. This painted the picture that not only was Victoria a great heel, but that she was going to dominate the women's division. Lita delivered a moonsault to a standing Victoria, and it looked like she had the match won until Matt Hardy appeared, slamming the cage door in her face, allowing Victoria to climb out for the victory. And like I said before, the best thing for me about this match was that a title wasn't involved. It was done purely for storyline purposes and these women nailed it. One thing I'm all for in women's wrestling is factions. Whatever it takes to get multiple women on screen and give them TV time. If it works, then I'm down for it. We've had some great teams over the years. Lay Cool to be the best, in my opinion. The Bella Twins, Team Bad and Blonde. But one faction I loved was Vince's Devils, Victoria, Tori Wilson and Candice Michelle. They beat down the likes of Trish Stratus, Ashley, Maria before breaking down when Victoria and Candice took out Tori during a Playboy cover reveal. This one separated the men from the boys, I tell you. But I have to say, I've always been Team Tori. Which of the trio was your favourite? Please do let me know. November of 2006 signalled another one of my favourite Victoria moments. Yep, if you haven't guessed it, The Checklist. Oh, did I enjoy that one. One of my best wrestling moments in history, for sure. I felt Victoria was given the push she deserved. She was seen once more as a crazy, powerful heel, and she would defeat the Raw roster divas week by week. A battle royal would take place on the November 27th edition of Raw to determine a new number one contender for the Women's Championship... Victoria would win this by a landslide. She eliminated the Divas one by one and even turned on fellow heel Diva Melina with a sucker punch or more a sucker clothesline and over the rope she went. Victoria won the match after a kick to the face of Candice Michelle breaking her nose. She stepped outside the ring to have a brief encounter with Mickey where Jerry Lawler would tell the Divas no, not right here. When Mickey opened up the challenge to Victoria she'd back away and go on to attack Candice once more. She threw her back into the ring and delivered a devastating widow's peak. As the weeks rolled on, Victoria came to the ring armed with a checklist. This included the names of the women to beat on her way to reclaiming the women's title once more. She beat Maria, Tori Wilson and then-champion Mickey James in a non-title match, but fell short on New Year's Revolution when Mickey retained and once more during a match on the 15th of January in 2007. I just love this story. 
I've always naturally gravitated towards the heels of the women's division, but I think this story could have involved more divas and could have made its way over to SmackDown too, given there was only one women's title at the time. I do think Victoria should have won the title at the end of it. It would have been a big payoff, something that she deserved, but I still enjoyed the journey all the same. Oh, and one funny thing I remember from this story that didn't make much sense but worked was when Victoria just lunged at Lillian. Oh man, I was sat like, what the hell? Then Mickey came for the save. I loved this part. Do you remember it? They played that so well. We all thought, well, yeah, all of us thought, come on, let's admit it. When Melina versus Maria match was happening, Victoria appeared with the list once more with one blank name. And we all thought Melina was on that list, the way she looked at her. Heel versus heel, but no, it happened to be Lillian. It literally threw me for a loop. I loved it. There should have been more moments like this. Not too often because it ruins something special, but an announcer or referee involved somehow in matches, I'm here for that. Like over on <clears throat> AEW, when Athena took a cheap shot at the ref, Aubrey Edwards. Yeah, I loved it. So I was... I'm and always will be a fan of Victoria in her time in WWE. I think she brought a sense of mystery. She was a natural heel, often said to be the mother of the talent behind the curtains, and in my opinion, an underrated champion. As her theme states, she's not to be messed with. When I think of Victoria, I think of three things. First off, a badass in the ring. Secondly, a great women's champion. And third, should have been Divas champion. I think Victoria got lost in the late 2000s Divas era. Here we had a new bunch of women and somehow she got lost in the shuffle. Like why wasn't she champion again? Why wasn't she booked more dominantly? Why shouldn't she have had a Divas title run? Was it because it was the last of the women's Divas era before the girls Divas era began? I'm not sure, but I really truly believe Victoria could have given the Divas title more value. She She was respected inside and outside the ring. And I think although she didn't come from a wrestling background, she crafted her work and her skills. And I think she could have elevated the Divas title and the Divas division as a whole had she been booked as the badass champion she was in her early career. I don't know what you think, but yeah, I think I think another title run would have been deserving for sure. Talking of favourite matches, another one of my favourite feuds of Victoria's was with Cherry. So not to go too much into this character, but I did love Cherry. The roller skating diva I don't think had ever been done before. She was fresh and I loved the innocent, no wrestling background character. Even though, yeah, we know she did wrestle down in FCW, but over on SmackDown, she was just... It was obvious she was going to be, you know, the underdog. I loved that debut match with Victoria. It was a typical bully gets their comeuppance, the underdog comes out on top scenario... Victoria and Natalia were just a unit. I'd have liked to have seen them one-on-one because never on TV did they wrestle each other, I don't think. they. I think they did one dark match, but they were never written into a feud on TV. But having said that, had the women's tag team titles been around then, I for sure would have booked these two as title holders. But back to the debut match of Cherry, wow, they did have some great one-liners. Victoria doing her own commentary for the match was quite unique. We had... Oh yeah, piece of cake, Natalia's, you mess with the best, you go down with the rest. Followed by the sinister laugh, yeah, I'm not going to attempt that. And the one I didn't pick up on until Victoria talked about it recently was when she slapped Cherry in the ring and said there's no wrestling in, then corrected herself to 
to say there's no crying in wrestling. It does show the professional she is, sort of keep calm and carry on. Yeah, like I say, Victoria had many great matches under her belt. I loved her feuds with Tori Wilson, especially Tori Wilson. Like I say, I loved them both. Am I team Tori? Again, Tori should have been Divas champion, but that's a whole other episode. I loved her feuds with Michelle McCool. However, one thing I wouldn't, I would have changed was her last match, her retirement in January 2009. I would have had Victoria win that match and leave on a high, much like Trish. But the given legend she is requested Michelle won the match. And from the interviews we've heard from Michelle, she didn't feel the same way. She wanted Victoria to take the W. I did, however, like that she was given the chance of a goodbye speech to her fans and her co-workers. It was truly from the heart and it wasn't often that we'd see that from a diva and still isn't common to this day. Okay, Paige got the chance, but that was for a whole other reason. So, in April 2009 was the WrestleMania 25 Women's Battle Royal. Victoria returned for that match. She outlasted all of the other former divas who returned for this match. She managed to eliminate Maria, but soon found herself on the other side of the ropes when the Bella Twins kicked her to the ringside. Remember, for $9.99 a month, you can see all these great moments I've mentioned. And no, I'm not sponsored. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. It's a great app. So later in 2009, when we thought Victoria was done with wrestling altogether, she appeared in the other company, which in my opinion wasn't talked about enough, but was strides ahead in terms of in-ring opportunities for women. TNA, now Impact Wrestling, she debuted as Tara. Tara would begin a TNA run by attacking the beautiful people, Angelina Love, Madison Rain, and Velvet Sky. This quickly ensured Tara was a fan favorite as she took down the bad girls. Tara wouldn't be seen coming to the ring alone, Oh no, she had a friend by her side. Oh, more so in her hand, her petrarantula poison. She won a debut match against Madison Rain and then a tag team match against the beautiful people. After the bell, she put the spider on Velvet Sky's unconscious body and I'm not going to lie, I would have died for real. I'd have needed the old shockers. Clear. After Tara threatened to do this once more to Sky, Angelina Love agreed to put her knockouts title on the line. Tara won this match and the belt, but would soon lose it back to Love two weeks later at Victory Road. Tara would go on to hold the Knockout Championship four more times and capture the Knockouts Tag Team titles, teaming with another former WWE talent, Miss Tessmacher, formerly known as Brooke in Extreme Expose with Kelly Kelly and Layla. I do seem to remember Tara is now tied with current champion Mickey James and... Madison Rain was it? I could be wrong, but yeah, five knockout championships each. That's pretty good going. In 2021, Victoria returned to the WWE as a surprise entrant in the fourth all-women's Royal Rumble. She put on a valiant effort but was eliminated by Shayna Baszler and what an elimination it was. She was choked out over the top rope and the fall she took made me jump in my seat. She literally just fell headfirst to the ground. I don't know about you, but I thought that was a legit head injury for sure. A couple weeks back, Mickey won her last, her last, last rodeo story in Impact and Tyra returned to the brand once more, supporting Mickey as a friend. It was also reported on January the 14th that Tyra teamed with Giselle Shaw Impact tapings to take on the Death Dolls for the tag titles, but fell short in a losing effort. But I did love how after the match, she just dropped Giselle with the Widow's Peak. Yeah, she's she's never going to leave this business behind. Have we seen the last of Victoria, Tara? 
I don't know. I'm not convinced. I think we'll see her again at the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony one day. It's overdue and deserved. I would like to see Natalia, Michelle McCool, or fellow Hall of Famer Tori Wilson inductor. Who do you think deserves the honour? Also, for all you podcast lovers out there, you can also catch Lisa Marie over on Gore TV on Wednesday nights with fellow TNA stars Mickey James and SoCal Val for an all-women talk show. They shoot the dirt, interview the stars, and bring a sense of fun and laughter to all of us. I love this show, so I thought I'd plug it for all of you who might not have heard about it. They go live on YouTube, but I personally like to catch up with the podcast version. It gets me through the gym. Ugh, the pain. Some great episodes to check out. Uh, Taylor Wilde from Impact Wrestling, Michelle McCool, Cherry, and Progress Wrestling's Nina Samuels. Now, I believe Lisa Marie's work spoke volumes, and I think she had a huge impact on the transition of women's wrestling from then to now, more so in a real-life persona, a willingness to put others first, to put over new talent ahead of herself, and let's face it, she looked good as a champion, but also part of a tag team, and she had a few partners in the tag division. I just wish she had another women's title run on the way out of WWE and even a stint as Divas Champion maybe, but that's my opinion and I'd love to hear yours. So thanks for tuning in to They Made Their Way to the Ring for episode 4. Catch me over on Twitter at Slee underscore Ryan and leave any comments on my socials, Anchor or Spotify. So there's only one thing left to say. Making their way to the ring, Victoria. See you all for episode 5.